photo that Mabel did of Bruno, though. Oh, my God. So I mean, I don't know what happened to it. Like, she like, can't find it in the stab house. Stab me, stab oh. me. You know, I had to read her writing, and when I figured out it was Bruno, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, G-R-O-O-N-O. Bruno. Bruno. He is a good boy. How long is he staying at your house? He's just got to be like 10 days post-op, so I'll probably bring him up on Monday. He doesn't even have stitches. He's like glued together. Yeah, it looks really good. They probably He's never stitched him on the inside and then glued that outer dermis. That's how Reno does it now. She doesn't really do stitches like for like a spay. I know. It's so nice. It just doesn't hold sometimes. That's It makes me a little I've iffy. I've seen it not well, that, hold. If well, they lick it, it well, doesn't hold. Jolene's popped open a little bit. They lick yeah, it. But you had dogs licking it like yeah. incessantly. Loretta. Bruno's surgery was exploratory, wasn't it? So that should be a big incision. It was big. It's probably like this big. Yeah, it's... Well, it's not that big on Bruno. Well, it's like from, from the edge of his wiener to like his breastbone. I'm surprised that he would eat You want to talk toy. big incisions, you see what's was in my a, house. Was a stuffed mm. toy that he ate? Cause they sent it, and I, I had to throw it away because it smelled so damn bad. But it was some kind of stuff. It must have been like a piece off of felt. You know like those leather toys you have, how there's like a piece of felt on one end of the bone? It was kind of like that. But you know it's all dark colored and it smelled. It's like double bagged in there, and I could still <laughs> it's smell like it. The smell Ugh. of the stuff that came out of Mork's belly. Oh. <laughs> that they, Emma was that they me, give to Wes. I'm like, oh, please don't <laughs> What's give Wes. Uh-huh. Emma was telling me when they do those surgeries and they, you know, undo the blockage. She goes, that's all good and fine. But she goes, and then she goes, stuff just comes out of their butt. All the stuff that's been blocked in While there, under? Oh, it really? just comes out. She goes, it smells horrible, wow. and it's just wow. all coming out. Wow, wow. didn't know that. Need a, a video. Yeah, yeah see, yeah, I get a video. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I watched poop. I got like, nothing wrong with poop. They sent it with his stuff, which I didn't even know they sent it. They just, you know, there was stuff in there. That's, that's. Smelling, what is that smell? And it, here it is. It's double bagged in there, and I can still smell it through. I told Bella, I said, take this out to the trash right now. Immediately. Burn it. Blah. Did y'all see that uh, video of uh, Jace on Happy Tales Mm-mm. with Mork and all of them? And he, I mean, apparently he just like runs their five acres and p- patrols <laughs> with it. his three legs. <laughs> they said you would tripod. never know that he has three legs. He's the, I mean, he's just like living his best life out there. Yeah. And they didn't really have this breed before they had him, and so you know he, he's just fit in with the pack and has just energized everybody. There's like this video of him and this little dog, and he's wanting the little dog to play and. He just looks so happy. Play with that gigantic Mork. It's Mork is so, so big. In the background, you can see like Mork over like on this big, humongous bed. Like he's just laying there like the prince of, you know, his <laughs> kingdom. And I love that man's description. Because they have like some kind of an Anatolian too who's really tall like Mork. And the two of them like to wrangle. And he goes, they do it in the house. And he goes, it's like Clash of the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Mork when we first drove up on him laying there in the ditch. I thought he was a girl. And so I was telling him all girl things. Oh, sweetie, you're such a pretty girl. And then Jessica goes, know. uh, He's this got a is penis. a boy. Check, check the hardware, honey. <laughs> we never see Mindy. We never saw her nope. again. She went to California, didn't she? Yeah, I think so. I don't th- yeah, she's never been on yeah, there. I think she went to California. You know what I was looking for for that video? And I don't think he ever posts anything. Is, wasn't it Lola's dad that adopted Wanda? Yeah. Ron, the chocolate yeah, Ron, lab. Yes. <laughs> and there's no. Yeah, he doesn't post. Nothing. No. The only picture did. I got is him putting her in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he sent a couple emails. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just like kind of updating and. 
Your pictures in him? You'd probably, you could probably Which, is, which is funny because he's a photographer. He's a photographer. Yeah. He probably takes a lot. He just don't send them or post them. Or some people just are private and they always yeah. tell people that when they miss like a dog and they wish they could see a dog. And I'm just like, you know, some people are private and they don't want yeah. to be yeah. on social media. And... I don't think he ever really was on social media, was he? I mean. He followed Lola so. on the ranch page when the ranch page was like I mean, really that dog small. might not even be alive. Like here's, here's an email from yeah. him. From almost seven years ago. That's how yeah, long ago that She's probably not even yeah. alive. There's pictures in here, though. Did I just wanted to see pictures? a nice after picture yeah. of her with hair on her and stuff. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Because he was, li- he yeah, was living in California. And taking care of his dad. Taking care of his dad. Because there's a Bernie's Oh, I remember dog. that. Yeah. 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 He moved about all the time. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, would travel the world, too. You yeah. Know? The Vogue. Yeah, but Caddy, the little Frenchie that I love so much that I wanted Carla and Neil just to. Go to the well, Carla loved her too. We all loved her. Okay. But she's just so name. cute. Yeah. She's a little fire plug, and she went off to her. They had this property, and like every night they go for a golf cart ride, and there's Caddy. She sits up on her golf cart and she goes all no. over the property. And Peggy likes that golf cart ride. I took her. The Ooh, oh, Peggy! Oh, Peggy! She just sits in that oh, passenger Peggy. seat. Where is old Peggy? She must be downstairs. She doesn't know you're up here. She's over here. Oh, oh, Peggy. <laughs> oh, Peggy. Peggy. Oh, Peggy. I, that's you know what? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna give a little history on some of my dogs, and maybe you guys can give some history on some of your dogs. You know, I always, I never remember that we don't. You know, we have a lot of new people that don't. Well, they don't even. Some people haven't been even following us for ten years. Was. Well, how can you keep up with your thousand dogs, hoarder? Yeah, seriously. But, you know, like my most recent dogs, you know, they know Levon. They know his story. Yeah. But, like, the older ones, they, you know, they might not know those stories of. Um... So, anyway, I'm just going to give a little background to some of my dogs and a little history. And I'll start with Peggy because she's my oldest dog. Your current oldest dog. My current oldest dog. Oh, Peggy. Oh, Peggy. So, Peggy, <clears throat> who's 13. Is she 13? Because B's 11. She must be almost 14 because cute baby is older than B. Peggy's old. Oh, Peggy. She's deaf as a doornail. And she looks fantastic. I love Peggy. Everybody loves favorite. Peggy. There's not anything to <laughs> not love, to love about, about Peggy. Miss Peggy. Little Peggy. So anyway, way back when, 150 years ago, I thought that I would like to raise French Bulldogs. And Peggy was the mama we got. She was the mama that I got. I had kind of this mentor woman that bred French bulldogs to like work, work under. She's done since lost her damn mind. Politically. Politically. Mm. <laughs> we no we parted friends. ways. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I worked hand in hand with her with, with, you know, trying to go through the process of breeding French bulldogs. Because I thought I'd really like that. You know? An opportunity to, you know, better the breed and, you know, to do it yeah. right. To do it right. And, yep. you know, so anyway, <clears throat> I got Peggy from her. And, and I think about she two. was like one and a half or two. She was, I think she was two. She might have been two. Had she already <laughs> had litters before? No. Okay. No, she had no litters. And <clears throat> I learned about but the But she whole... had raised her. She had raised her and she had raised a lot of different French bulldogs. Yeah. I mean, she... I mean, she knows how to raise dogs, and she also raises miniature donkeys. But um, I still want a donkey. 
about a miniature donkey? Totes adorable. I never met a donkey until we went to Millie's and I met him like, oh, they're just like big dogs. <laughs> yeah, but those are big donkeys, not miniature donkeys. Le- oh, Levi, he was so little. I thought he was a miniature, but he actually wasn't. Millie corrected me that he wasn't a miniature. Right, no but the miniature donkeys are the size of Levi, full yeah, grown. Right. So they're adorable. They're totes adorable. Yeah, Will, Leave that in my life. Will, Wilma and Fred. Then you'll get the box. See, it's hard to see what, what size they are in photos, you know? You'll have to Cows go the next time she has donkeys. But they're cattle. I'm... Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the Jack in the Box song with, like, mini, for, like, mini sirloin burgers? <laughs> it's got, like, mini cows in it, and it's, like, cows the size of schnauzers, but they're cattle. <laughs> I'll send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Off topic. Nothing. That's what I think of when she I think just of mini donkeys. She just took me completely off topic. See that? <laughs> I'll send it to you. It's funny. That's what I'll we do here. her out. <laughs> yeah. We've never gone off topic before. So never. So okay. anyway, back to Peggy. I got Peggy, and I learned about, because you know they have to be artificially inseminated. You have to like, find you have to when they're progesterone ovulating. Testing. You have to do progesterone testing. And it sounds all fun and easy, but it's not, because... <laughs> The progesterone testing has to be done daily. Daily. And that's blood. Drawn blood. To see when they're ovulating. Because, you know, it's not like you have a French bulldog and you go, here, with that male French bulldog, and, you know, you breed them. That's not how it works. It's artificial insemination. So well, because they to, can't physically achieve that task, generally. That's they why can't you have if to they're well-bred. Right. <clears throat> if they're seedy and lo- their legs are too long and their back is too long, you know, then they can. But Peggy was very well bred and just built like a, a brick shit house. <laughs> you know, her back legs are like muscles like this and short. She's and, a square. Yeah, she's a square, like a they're supposed plug. to be. Yep. So anyway, we did that, and the woman that I worked with, she provided the semen with one of her from one of her males. Well, no, that wasn't you know, at work because I remember. No, no, no? Okay. don't go off topic with that. No, All right. no, it's frozen semen that she would she ship she to would the vet. ship to the vet who's going to do the insemination. The vet. This is the thing: is the expense that goes into this. People have no idea. You know, you're going to do a progesterone test that you have to do every day for sometimes like eight days. It's like a hundred bucks. It's a hundred yeah. bucks to do that progesterone test. So then you know, you, then you want to use this semen. Like if you're going to use this semen from like a well-known male that you get from somewhere else in the country, you're going to pay like a thousand dollars for that. Way at more. Least. Way I mean, more. and then and then you're paying. Then you have to when when they are when the progesterone test does come in, where they are ready to be inseminated, then you have to the expense of doing the insemination, which is you know several hundred dollars. But I didn't care. I wanted to learn. I wanted to figure out how to do this. And so we did. And it took. Uh, Peggy had two. She had three, three puppies. She had three puppies. One of them was Cute Bebe. Cute Bebe had a sister. Had a sister that looked exactly like, like her that started f- fading at about age nine days, nine or ten days, and rushed her to the ER. And she had a PDA, which is. Um, it's a birth defect with their hearts that has like a little hole in it. I think, I'm forgetting exactly the science on this. I think it's supposed to close and it doesn't. It's supposed to close and it doesn't. Now, sometimes they can correct it, but this puppy, they couldn't. And she, she was dying you know, when I took her in there. So I, I euthanized her because there's just nothing else I could do. But cute baby is gorgeous. I mean, she's a gorgeous French bulldog. Her sister was gorgeous too. And then she had a little brother. 
<laughs> Not so called, much. That was called Dick Jones. <laughs> Dick Jones. Yeah, I remember that. Absolutely a completely unattractive French bulldog. <laughs> Which goes to show you that you can know who the father is and he's beautiful, and you can know who the mother is who's beautiful. Doesn't mean you're going to have beautiful puppies. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger and twins. Yeah. <laughs> so It's not the plot of that movie at all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. Never saw it. Whatever. You guys are killing me over there. So anyway, I had cute baby and... Di- Why did you call that puppy Dick Jones? I don't know. It's, it's like it, a was, it was funny. <laughs> he had a different name, but Wes just called him Dick Jones. Yeah. And I can't remember what it was. It's a character from Robocop. Dick Jones is, is wanted for murder. <laughs> Anyway, he was an ugly little pup, seedy, oversized. He was a nice little man. He was very sweet, little man. We don't yeah. know what he looked like as an adult. Maybe he grew into himself. Maybe he did. He was, yeah, his head was He big was like and... twice the size of cute baby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was my first litter. And then we repeated, uh, we had a, her second litter. I used a different male. Same mentor, just a different male. Um... And she had six. She had six pups. She was so wide when she was... <laughs> five so boys and B. That's what she had. George was in there. So five boys and B. And... Oh, baby. So the story of BB, because let me move from Peggy to B, because that's where that's how I got Peggy. That's where... Well, you kept Cute Baby out of that litter. I kept... That we're going to, you know, have a little program. Have a line. Yeah. I yeah. kept Cute Baby. Sold Dick Jones. That's when I began the process of like looking, you know, applications and, you know, finding a home for dogs. Anyway, he got a great home. And then I have, you know, the litter of six. They all survived. They're all healthy, really healthy pups. Um, The first puppy that I found a home for with my applications was for B. She was going to go to a lady in Oregon who was in the Navy. She was like high up in the Navy and it was all said. I mean, her name was going to be June bug. I'll never forget it. The lady was so excited to get her. And, um, I, th- I had homes for all the boys. We named him after like the people magazine, sexiest, George sexiest, sexiest yeah. men alive. So it was like George was George Clooney and, you know, Matthew McConaughey and Brad Pitt and, and Matt Damon and, and Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> And all they off they all went to their homes except for B because that lady, she had some kind of a change of venue with her job, and she had to back out. And there was B, and I thought, you know, B in the litter box. I mean, not the litter box in the in the whelping pen. She was the smartest puppy. She was the, she was the first one to like sit up. She was the first one to bust out of that whelping pen. You know how Jen gets those criminals that are really early? Well, they, like Smuggler like on smuggler. day two. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he did. <laughs> and, that's, and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to keep this dog. I'm just going to keep her. And I did. And she, B was probably the hardest puppy I've ever owned. She was the worst. She was awful. What a terrible, terrible, terrible dog. Terrible puppy. Terrible. What's a terrible just, puppy do? She would destroy. She would destroy, she would destroy oh, everything. Right. The she chainsaw would chew, mouth. She would chew a tree down in the yard. <laughs> yeah, she was bad. She would so tear up everything. You had like a raised bed garden. She'd go out there and just dig oh, holes she, and I dig mean, all your She was a monster. Up. She was an absolute monster. Terrible dog. There's a, there is that one photo of you behind the pond where she's she's like. 
10 weeks old and you're, you're carrying her like this because she's doing something bad because yeah. she's oh you're always carting b off somewhere doing something bad so yeah b stayed and obviously the rest is history on that so we placed all of her brothers including and, george including george George went to live in Nevada. Yeah. Like Reno or something. Mm -hmm. And his name was CeeLo. He was named yeah, after like that. Yeah, like CeeLo Green. Like, like CeeLo Green. Guy. Yep. And they had him for, must have been like six, seven eight years, years eight years. Eight, yeah. I can't remember how long I've had him back like now. Like maybe two years? Yeah. No, it's got no, it's it's longer been than that. It's been longer than that. Four years, maybe? Four or five years. He must have been like seven. Because they're both 11 now. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, the people who, because you know when you breed puppies and you're responsible, Same people thing people with the rescue. exactly they're they're to bring they're to call you because you'll always take your puppies it's a, back. It's in the contract, a yeah. reputable breeder. Yes. It's in the contract. So she had followed the page. I think a lot of them did. We that it was one, like even before there was of, like one much of, of a page. brother came to stay at the. He's, there's a picture of him in the office. One of the it might have been Brad Pitt that came to stay. I don't remember that. He's, his picture is above the thermostat in the office. I'll show really? Uh-huh. He came, and he came for a short stay. And um, George's family followed the page and sent us an email like four years ago that God, I can't remember what they fell into, some kind of times or so, I don't know what. I don't know what they, they were having some issues were having with some, his health at that time. Yeah. And just needed, you know, needed him to come back to you. Yes. So Mary Jones actually drove out there to get him. Because we were going to take him into the rescue and then maybe place him. Right. Is what we originally. That's what the plan was. That yeah. was the plan. But then you were just going to foster him till we did it. Yeah. And then you got him back. And I just, I just didn't feel good about it. I felt like he's my pup. I brought him into this world. And yeah, I can find a good home for him. There's just a sense of responsibility that I felt with him. And I thought, I'm just keeping, I'm just, he's just staying. He's just going to stay with me. So that's, you know, B and her brother, um, where they came from. They have no relationship. They don't care about each other. Uh, they have but now tell the relationship because B and Peggy do have one and have always had a relationship. Let's include that video that you took, yet, was that yesterday? Yeah. The, of Peggy and B? So, Pe so Peggy, I mean, Peggy was a really good mama. And She's, because B stayed so long. So tell that whole part because Peggy, she stayed so long. So then she. Well, because she stayed. Because yeah. all of her other siblings, well, I see, I can't say that because cute baby stayed and, and Peggy does not have the same relationship yeah. with cute baby. Yeah, she doesn't care about cute it baby. Was, it was B. The two of them have and all have always had a very special relationship. They're like the golden girls. <laughs> and so, because yeah, now, because now they're both they're old, yeah. so like the golden girls. But you know, B would be like five months old. And that's a, and for a Frenchie, that's that, like, they look like an adult. Like a, yes, and she would still fall down on the ground and roll underneath Peggy and try to suckle on her. And Peggy would just there. stand there like, it's okay, baby, if that's what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> to this she day. She goes her baby. <laughs> yesterday, the two of them are in the office and B rolls over on her back and Peggy's just licking all of her private business like she just cleaned up her she pup. She's cleaning up her baby. Just cleaning up her pup, baby. She that's the relationship. That's the relationship they have. She would always never had. do that to cute baby. Never. She would never do it never to cute do it baby, to George. and she would never do it to George. And that's just sad. <laughs> you know, like when, when moms play favorites with their kids, <laughs> it's, a, it's a terrible thing. It's terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> terrible business. But anyway, they. I mean, they love each other. They're both all of all of Peggy and her pups 
are all deaf. They all lost their hearing in old age, which is kind of amazing to me because, I mean, some dogs can be really old. Like Schweeps. She can hear everything. Schweeps isn't hear. that old. Schweeps is so old. She's, what, 12? She's going to live forever. Um, she's way older than that. She's she's 13. No, she's going to be 13. And she can hear everything. She'll be 13 in September. And we wish old, she didn't. Old Benny. He's not deaf. How old do you think Benny... Like, like seriously, count like ooh, at least Let's... sixteen. <clears throat> at least, so I mean, they thought they thought he was ten when we got him. I yeah, remember but... Doctor D on the phone. I said, "How old do you think he is?" She said, "Double digits." Well, that was how many years ago? Seven, years eight ago? years ago, something. He has all his his faculties. He is like Benjamin Button. He really seriously. does look like. <clears throat> he keeps showing pictures of him, and I swear he looks younger every time. Yeah. Every time I see him, too, it's just yeah. he'll come to sit with me on the couch, and he like you know wants me to hold him and stuff, and he does it like a puppy would do it, and so I call it baby baby, like oh baby baby, he's just being a baby. <laughs> he has less teeth too, like a baby. Except for he's kept his one little. Thank goodness for that too, because he had a really bad dental, and that's how I got him. But yeah, I was afraid they were gonna take that snaggle tooth out. That's like what he's got like four. Because <laughs> otherwise, he'd still be living at the ranch. Yeah, he would. Not well, we wouldn't live there. We wouldn't let him live there for that long. He lived there for like he lived two there for years. like at least at least two years. Least. And then he, yeah. he gained so much weight because Trav and Wes were like feeding him all the time, extra Benny we Mills loved him. and whatnot. <laughs> because we loved him. <laughs> He's got a special and, coat. And he would own his me. den, like run in there and like own the den. Well, he would go out to the yard and like pick up a turd, and then if you yelled at him, he would run back into the ter- building the, with his, like the worst to his bed with his turd. At that time, pretty bad. Pretty bad. He'll still do it, but if you yell at him, he'll drop it and stop. Oh, no, he wouldn't drop it. He would take off with it. He's gotten better. So anyway, I'm going to complete my story of being a dog breeder because (laughs) it comes to a crashing end. (laughs) (laughs) So I never bred Peggy again. I mean, that was was it. She just had those two litters. Why? Is that like... No, it's because of Cute Baby. So my next one I was going to breed is Cute Baby because she's gorgeous. And once again... Talked to my mentor. She provided the semen for a, a French bulldog that I loved. I, lo- I loved what that French bulldog looked like. red and white pride? Yes. Went through the same process, you know, the progesterone testing. And where I would had to get that done is in Saxe. So I had to drive there every day. It's like 45 minutes away. To get, and, you, and you'd get the results? Nope. Not Go the next yet. day? Nope. Go the next day? Nope. $100, $100, $100, $100. People complain about the price of French Bulldogs. They need to understand that this is why. There's a lot to but it. But not everybody's doing what... Right. This isn't throwing two dogs in the backyard and waiting for them to get busy. I'm talking about a reputable breeder where you're going to pay three, $4,000 for a French Bulldog today. That's what you're, you're going to pay. If you want to go to a reputable breeder and get a French Bulldog, that's what you're going to pay. Because that's what it's costing to break even. <clears throat> so we bred her. I can't remember if she had five. I think five. it was five. The most gorgeous French bulldog. A variety of colors. There's like red and white pies. There was one that was like a weird color. That so it's like beautiful. It's like uh, this, this dog was like a beautiful. It's almost like a. I almost want to say it was like a reddish green. Yeah, it was a weird it was, color. It was fantastic. <clears throat> so. You know, I had a, a separate bedroom set up with a whelping pin in there that, you know, you just stay. You it's just a cookie room. You're now. just it's the cookie. It's the cookie <laughs> shipping room now. So you just stay when you have litter like this. You you just you sleep in there. You stay because you want. I stayed in that room with puppies before. Remember, you stayed in there with the cowboys, right? 
Watch Downton Abbey. <laughs> so I think it was probably day two or three that I get a puppy that's all of a sudden just crying. Just like crying, crying all the time. Crying, crying, crying. Like what is wrong with this puppy? So, you know, you go through the things. Is the puppy cold? Is the puppy getting enough to eat? Is it, you know, you does have it to, need to pee? Does it need to pee? All, I mean, all these things. And I cannot make this puppy stop crying. So, um, took it to the vet. It was when I had Dr. King. And they just talk about, like, fading puppy syndrome. I mean, we, Lord knows we know this with Jen. But I don't know that we've ever had the crying with Jen. We did with, um, was it Bernice's puppies that were crying? There was a couple. There was, she had a litter that had a couple yeah. of criers like that. And yeah. then that they cried just, right before they passed. Yeah. Because they're, ag- they're, they're in agony. That's what, I mean, that's what's happening. Because something's wrong Something's in not eyes. built right on the inside. Yeah. So I had to euthanize the first pup. And then, like, the next day, another one starts crying. <clears throat> and I'll mind you, I'm not sleeping because I'm up all night long with her. I'm up all long trying to, you know, make sure everybody is getting a teat, make sure everybody's warm, you know. And, and so you're trying to solve the problem. Trying to solve and, you know, the worrying. problem. And then, so then the next day, I've got another one crying. And then, like, later in the day, I have another one crying. It's starting to poop blood. You know, it's, a, it's like the one had blood coming out of its nose. It's, it's horrific. I mean, it's horrific. You know, I'm talking to the, the mentor person that I have. She, you know, she, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. Take them to the vet. Same thing. You know, you need, to euth- you need to euthanize them. So I think I'm down to like two puppies because over a period of three, four, maybe five it's, days. I don't even know because it's all. Dirt. Well, that's why we always say now, like those first 10 days, we, we don't. You don't even. All bets are off. No. <clears throat> because between that and then like the hole in the heart thing, you know, you've got a wide array of things that could go wrong. Just yeah. because they're born alive doesn't mean anything yet. Well, <clears throat> when I get to the conclusion of this, I, I'll add this tidbit that I think is pretty important to understand because ultimately we lost all of them. You know, they all started crying. <clears throat> Had to euthanize all of them. Still makes me sad. It was awful. It made me realize this is not anything that I want to do. I don't know how people do it. That's why I feel so bad for Jen, because I can put myself in that position that it's awful. Nothing's off more awful than watching beautiful little newborn babies die and suffer. So when that happens with Jen, we always... You know, we're on that fast, middle of the night. I don't care what it is. I'm. We are not going to let a puppy agonize, struggle to breathe. We're just not going to do it. But what was worse than that is what happened to cute baby. Because all of her babies are dead. <clears throat> and she would sit in that whelping pit and howl. She was never the same. She's not the same. She was never the same after she lost those. It's like it's like the wheel in her head because she was so fixated on them and she was so upset. You know, she's looking for her babies, looking for her babies, looking for her babies. And and people downplay that and you really shouldn't because she would do that. You know, we moved out of that room. Clearly, all the puppies are dead. Took everything down. And even two and three weeks later, you guys see that iron gate in my kitchen? Because that leads down the hallway to where her babies were. She would sit there and throw her head back. And howl for them. It was awful. 
So I decided then and there, I am never doing this again. I don't want anything to do with this. I want, <laughs> there was another mentor of mine who's in Canada, Tracy, that I would yeah. speak to. Mm-hmm. And she's had some significant losses. Ugh. I mean, she's lost like her, like her beautiful mother that, you know, had a C-section. Everything seemed fine. And then like two days later, it's it, just dead. It's just dead. It's just like she bled out, like something happened and she bled out. So, Terrible. you know, and she cried over that because, you know, you feel responsible for killing your dog because you're breeding your dog. So there's like this, I have this thing in my brain when I talk about breeders because I've been down this path. I can respect what it is that they do because I respect well-bred, purebred dogs, clearly, you know. And I know the grief that those people go through. And people who are doing it ethically. And they're doing right. it ethically. But to do it ethically, you have to give a part of yourself that's really hard to do. Yeah. And if you're not doing it ethically, I don't think that you're giving that piece. So we give they're, them credit in that way. Right, because... because if you don't care that much, you wouldn't be crying like I am crying how many years later. You, you, it, and those people put their heart and soul into that. And you think that those losses don't kill them? They do. But they still strive to better the breed and to produce you know, beautiful, well-bred puppies. So <clears throat> I said, no, it's not for me. But in my research, going back and trying to, especially now that... Um, doing as much as we have with Jen and raising so many different litters. I knew that there was something different with why I lost all those puppies with her. What happened with all those puppies? And what's interesting is that we have two dogs at the sanctuary right now that was the cause of it, and that's canine herpes. Canine herpes, you don't know a dog has that. An adult dog, spayed female, you don't know that it has it. Because there's no symptoms. They're not sick. They're, they don't have a runny nose. They don't have anything. You would never know. The reason why we know that those dogs have herpes is because we ran so many respiratory panels because of distemper and mycoplasma and everything else. So when you have a dog that has canine herpes, which, you know, cute baby would go to the ranch over there with clients' dogs coming in there. She could have come into contact with many dogs with canine herpes. You would never know. When a, when a pregnant female comes into contact with a dog with canine herpes, depending on at what point she comes into contact with it, if she comes into contact with it early on, she'll lose her puppies very early and you'll never even know. If she comes on to, into the middle of her pregnancy, her puppies will, will die and she'll probably absorb them or she'll have, you know, she'll, she'll push them out dead or if she comes into contact with it later when the puppies are already developed when they're born they will die they will die screaming and crying just like all of her puppies did so i know that that's what happened i know that that's what happened but i had no way to prevent it or know it other than other than to not have ever let her be over there at the ranch because i didn't even know what canine herpes was it's not something that um a lay person or even someone who's going to breed one litter or two litters. Right. It's something that people that own puppy mills know about because it can take out their entire exactly mill. Exactly. Um, we know now from, we know now that it's a virus that runs its course and then you test and then you go, right. go on. But if you've never ran the test and your dog gets over it, you would never even know that your yeah. dog had it. Right. 
And and like the dogs that you know that go to Jen's house, so many pregnant dogs that are on the street that encounter who knows what. I mean, with puppies that get lost, that die, that Jen, we don't know. We don't know if any of those came into contact with a dog with canine herpes. I just know that it happened to Olivia because of all of the way the way that all of them died. You know, these these were normal, healthy, plump fat little puppies that all died one by one after and that's exactly how they die with coming into contact with canine herpes so for whatever it's worth that was it was important for me to recognize that and know that I didn't do anything wrong other than what she came into just happened to be in an environment where that was possible that you didn't know about ahead of time right right so, but that's why Cute Bebe is the way that she is, like where she's obsessed with Mabel and sits with her, and she does fixate. She wants fixate, fixate, and wants to own. And she's, you know, she lost her screws with that whole thing. So that was it for me. There was not going to be any more raising puppies. And I, Jen felt the same way. She had tried to lit, raise a litter. Of she had a li- litter of beagles on her own, and had a really rough time and said that you know she was done with trying to breed well she 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 had her beagle was trying to give birth to the to the beagle pups and she said watching her own dog in agony trying to have puppies was just very disturbing for her because it's hard to separate that that's the thing it's hard to separate that this is a dog that is yours that you that you love you know it's different than we have a dog that's already bred, and Jen takes over the There's care no of that. There's no choice. Right. We're just right. trying to help them exactly. through a situation that we didn't cause. Exactly. That we're just... And that's the difference, is whenever you go into breeding, you've made the decision to do this with your dog. And you have to live with the consequences of that. And I don't like it. I don't. I just don't like it. It's just not for me. Not doing it. Not going to do it. So that's the history of Mama Peggy and B and George and cute baby. And they're all spayed. <laughs> <laughs> they all got they all got spayed after that. Uh, Jessica had a litter because you know at the same time we were she was going to take over the Bordeaux. So I got Louise, which was our first one from a breeder in Arkansas, and she ended up with a like a genetic eye defect. She had some kind of like striation or something in her eye. Yeah. So the breeder replaced her, but. You know, then there's the always, you know, you can give her back. Well, I'm not giving my dog back. She's like five months old. You're not taking her back and yeah. you're just going to euthanize her or something. So they let me keep her and then replaced her with Betty. Yeah. So we ended up, we, we bred Betty when she was, you know, two-ish or something. Once again, to a <coughs> gorgeous, gorgeous male. Gorgeous male to a... Black mask male. To a um, a breeder that I knew in uh, North, Car- North Carolina, South Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. Um, where where Erlene came from. Where Erlene came from. So he shipped the semen here. Same thing. Yeah, to the repro vet. Yeah. Red Betty. She had two. Big Lou. She had Big Lou. Big Lou. And she had Norma. And Norma Jean. And Norma stayed with me, and Big Lou went to Trav. Beautiful puppies. Good grief. Good grief. Big that, Lou. That Big Lou, that was my first, like, 
meeting your first crush with a red bear i mean right now (laughs) if i think about him it makes the hair stand up on my arm because i'll never forget meeting him and just thinking he was such a sweet boy he was the sweetest boy just the sweetest Mm -hmm. sweetest boy but made of spare parts yeah but once again you talk about putting two beautiful dogs together, and Norma Jean was fabulous. Norma Jean was built fantastically. She was fabulous. She was beautiful, and she was built fantastic. And Big Lou was gorgeous to look at, but he had all kinds of physical problems with his back legs and his front legs, and his. It just, just things just did not go well together. And he only lived to be two, didn't he? Right around three. Right around three. Terrible. I think it was a couple days shy of his third birthday. Yeah. Yeah, he had um, spinal stenosis. And, yeah, we kind of kept it at bay for like a year with cold laser acupuncture. But eventually it's, you know, he just can't get up anymore. And he's not even three. So that was. It was a struggle. That was terrible. It was a struggle. Yeah. Yeah, we did. It was really big. We did an MRI on him when he was, I think, probably only a year and a half or something because Mm. the struggle just started (laughs) as soon as he started to adult out. You know, yeah, we did the um, the neuro consult. Yep. And yeah, it was that was Doctor Ducate that yeah, we met there. Yeah, and th- she was pretty quick to come back with you know, there's no surgery here. No, there was nothing to do Absolutely to try to save not. him. So it was just all you know, all the other little things you can try and do to kind of help him along. You know, you just want to make sure he doesn't have any pain or anything. Right. Um. Which he did, I mean, but he was, you know, you just manage him on pain meds, and he, you know, he was comfortable, but, like I said, towards the end, you know, just kind of crashed and just couldn't get up and just couldn't move, and so that was, that was it, and so, and that, that really sucked too, because, yeah, that was, that was my first and only puppy, and he was just a big old delicious, kissable sweet boy. He was so cute. But, yeah, you just don't even get him. Don't even get him three years, you know. Right, and yeah. once and once again, I repeat, his father was a champion. I mean, he was yeah, he was a champion. Serious. He was absolutely gorgeous. We can pull we'll photos. Pull, I'll pull, pull photos of him with Betty, who was gorgeous. Yeah. So I think a lot of people think all the time that just because you put two beautifully bred dogs together, that you're going to get that's that, not. I mean, that anybody that's done science, and, yeah. yeah. When you yeah. do the genetic square. It doesn't. You don't get all the good things. You could get the double <laughs> yeah. bad things instead. Yeah. And also, it doesn't always go this bad. You know, it's you, these things can happen. We have like a a black cloud over us with breeding. It was just. It was not meant to be. <laughs> we, well, all, we, were, we all we all we all kind of everybody's neutered. Everybody's yeah. spayed. That's what we did. <laughs> y'all were meant to be in rescue. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> we found our zone. Seriously, because it just. It but just, it, it gave us experience. We have. You it know, did. It did. It gave me a lot of knowledge. And the next litter that I raised was Blackberry's litter because which was a rescue litter. Was a rescue litter. She came to us bred from the auction, and I said I would do it because I'm I know what to do. You know, all of her puppies survived. Well, that was um, we had two litters at the same time because Lavender had a litter and Lavender. Yeah, the two came in together, and Lavender was pregnant with two puppies. Yeah, one of them had a severe cleft at birth. And we euthanized her, and then she had, you know, little Razzie, which was her, which was her puppy. So we just did one of these. <laughs> and so instead of trying to manage two litters with this mama who only having one pup and this mama having, I think there were five. 
it might have been four or four five. Four or five. We took that puppy from Lavender. It's like the same day. Yeah, and just tried to just. And then Lavender got spayed, and we she went on to she was a fantastic. She's dog. so cute on the Happy Tales. I yeah. just love her. And and just because when a mama has a C-section, they wake up. They don't know. They're just like all of a sudden there's these puppies here. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't matter to her that there's four. Then one came. So we we just kind of downsided that, and and uh, Blackberry raised all of them, and I took care of those puppies too, and said. Do this again. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It is a ton of work. Did you have to tube? Which puppies did you have to tube feed? That was the cowboys. cowboys. Okay. Yeah. When, the cowboys. when were they in the timeline? The cowboys were. 2015, maybe? Yeah. Or 2000. No, 2014. The, I before think. Blackberry? Yeah. I think it was before Blackberry. It was before. I we, think it was before Blackberry. It was before Blackberry. we had the rescue, and that would have had to have been in 2014. Yeah. And, and we and we and I saved most of those puppies' lives because the it was Thanksgiving, I believe, of we 2014. It was it was the holidays for sure. Laura was keeping them warm in her bosoms. And I did. The, I put them in my bra right here. <laughs> I did because I believe you. No, I did. I just stuck them right in there and cut their head out. And I can't remember. And sure, I can't remember how many she had. I know that. Um, there was a dead puppy in her uterus that was rotting when oh, they I did that, that C-section, and a lot of those puppies were born with like they had like stained in green yeah. goo. Mm-hmm. Mm. You remember that? Yeah. Were we in the delivery of those, warming those? I don't or was remember. Was that cute baby's litter? I can't remember. I remember trying to get him going, but I can't remember what. But one that puppy was. was, I think it was Gene Autry, was bigger than the other puppy, so yeah. one was like almost twice the size and. We lost one of them. We lost. One. It was it, it. was like deja vu for me because the the you know the, here's the puppy screaming again, and we lost we lost the first one, and then the other two that we nursed back the um, Johnny Cash and that was our first incubator experience. So we were like calling all around Dallas. I was like trying to get us a baby incubator, and and I already knew how to tube feed because I tried to tube feed cute babies. And I've had a tube feed my son right. when he, and he, so it was like, we were like just cobbling together <laughs> our, you you're know? boiling the beef liver and trying to kill yeah. And, and yeah. then there was like this mush I'll never forget. So Sarge, your Bordeaux Sarge, every time I would go in the kitchen to like fix the, the little sugar paste, the, the beef mush. It was like, the, it was like a pate. Yeah. yeah. Was, and Sarge would just be like, Ooh. But why too we tube fed those babies and they they sprung back. Both of them sprung back and And then they started taking a bottle. They were pretty good about taking a bottle, but it's kinda like when you're um giving a bottle to a newborn or a preemie, they'll they don't have as much energy to like suck on the bottle. So like to give the cowboys a bottle takes forever. It would like take a whole Downton Abbey to get one. And then, and then you, it takes a whole another one to get the other yeah. one. And by the time you get back, it's time to feed the first well, and then, one. Again. And you, this is what people don't know. So newborn puppies, they don't tinkle and poop on their own. So you have to like rub their stimulate them and get the tinkle out. Rub the back in, get the poop out. You have to simulate their I mean, mama licking them it, because that's how they make them pee and poop. So it was like a full-time job. Yeah. Rub, lick, nurse, dot, 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 you know. <laughs> yeah. So you got really a 
I mean, I got really attached to him. So the last time I was with them, it was like, y'all had a family dinner that you need to go to. So I was like left at the ranch by myself. And I had to feed him one more time until you could get back home and feed him again. Yeah. And I left crying because I thought I'm never going to see him again. <laughs> but, you know, you just get so invested in those little things. Now, imagine imagine 24-7 that you're doing that. And you imagine the, the, the pain that Jen goes through when she loses it's them. Terrible. It is terrible. terrible. And uh, unless you've been in that position, people just don't understand how. And Jen's done it so many times. Yeah. All by herself. Yeah. And she does such a fantastic job with it. But, I mean, Investing, it takes it, a special person because it, really it is does. difficult. Yeah. Even when things go right. Even when things go right. And even when you lose them early. But, like, the worst was the, was the orbit puppies that died from distemper. One, one week after the next one, another week after the next one. Yeah, like one. two weeks was the cutoff. And you would lose every 13 days. Here we go. And they're, and they're not little infant pups they're no they're, they're six seven eight they're wagging yeah, and playing they have personalities yes terrible awful it was just terrible terrible business so that's my story of my french bulldogs and me being a breeder and jessica dabbling and we've lost all of those bulldogs. hated it <laughs> lost lou lost norma yeah. lost betty lost louise we yeah lost when all. i was looking at pictures with Mabel and kids last night have pictures of Mabel when she's little and, and there's pictures of Norma in there and the kids all got sad and yeah. pictures of Bernice in there and then they got sad and Bernice was a good girl. Norma was so big. She was very she's big. She's so big. Yeah. <laughs> very big girl. Big old dingling. <clears throat> so I'm going to finish going through with my dogs. This will probably be a two, part two podcast because then I'm going to have you guys go through with your dogs, the stories of everybody's dogs. Just in case, I don't know how. So who's the next oldest? It's probably that that one right there. No, there's Loretta. How old is Loretta? Loretta was just here. She's over here now with her ham all out. So Loretta came she in. Hears she's she's like, what? She knows it. <laughs> she comes over and bites she you. She comes over there and bites. <laughs> Loretta, who does not like the cold, wow. just like you. Loretta hates the cold. Hates the cold. She's not going out in it. Just like yesterday when it's like cold outside. She's not doing it. She's pees on the floor. She's not going to do it. She's not going to. (laughs) So Loretta was rescued from a... Before we had a rescue. Before we had a rescue. Um, Was there four of them? Yeah, there was four of them. From From the... Should I say their name? No. It's a it's a kennel in Missouri that is just so gross. It's a mill. It's a puppy mill. That I'm still astound I'm still astounded by their website. I'm just astounded by it. Because the the photos on their website just shows it's disgusting. What they're there. doing there. I mean what they're doing there. And they're proud. Those people are proud what they're doing. So so sometimes they sell their we've gotten several dogs from them in our rescue since then by posing as a regular person we pose as a regular person we lie clever deception (laughs) i got on the phone with an accent and pretended like i was your aunt or something yeah carla's done it too yeah carla and cassandra have done it too (coughs) anyway they sell their they sell their adults off when they're when they're done with them and loretta was one of them and 
There were four of them. We called them the Fab Four. So it was. They were all named after Beatles songs. So we had JoJo, we had Loretta, Jude, Jude, and Rita. 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 Meter Maid. Wes hates the Beatles. Oh my God! Don't get me started. <laughs> Should let Trav tell the story because he's the one that went up there. And yeah, got Trav him. went up there. To, he, went, he went there to get pick them up. <clears throat> yeah, um, it's it's just kind of how it looks on their little site, but it smells horrible and always and looks worse. But are the are the kennels mm. behind their house? When mm-hmm. you pull up, you see their house. Just a bunch of like rabbit hutches like behind their house. I say just... she was outside for her whole life, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's why she doesn't in, want to go out in the cold. In either. Missouri, which is yeah. really, really, really cold. And I, and, and we have I, and it's like in dirt. I have photos of her outside from in them from on the posting them. that they're it's, selling her on. Yeah, it's her. It's the, she looks miserable. Oh my god, it's awful. I will put those in. That's the why podcast. she's inside now because she's all done. <laughs> she's not doing it. No. She's not going back out there. But I went there. I just drove up there, and I drove up there in Grandpa's truck. Remember that F one F F one fifty? Um forget what you guys did. I like posed as somebody I think you guys posed as like two buyers and I was just like the driver. Um you know, just met him there first thing in the morning and then he had I think he had them kinda he had them like already like like I said, it's it's all like rabbit hutches like in, in the back. It's like the house in the front, and then you pull in. There's like a side garage. <clears throat> side garage seems like where he's doing like you know loading and unloading, transitioning in, transitioning out. So, um, the dogs are just kind of waiting there in like little in little cages and stuff like that. But I forget exactly how the other three were set up, but because I just my my the like the most dominant memory I have is just, is just looking at, at Loretta and she's in a, in a long wire crate, like, like this long. And it's just all wires on, on the bottom. No pan, no pan, no carpet square. She's just stepping on on wires, just poo mashed all in it. And the poo just goes straight down. It's just, it's just sitting on like two cinder blocks Mm. just up against the wall. And she's just going like this. Just manically going back and forth, um, so kind of my first thought was, well, that's really gross, and it was like, well, what's this dog gonna do? You know, because yeah. you could tell the dog has no, just didn't have any experience and had to do anything. But you open it, you know, you open it up to get her out of there, and she just like, you know, she just completely pancakes and just yeah. and just freezes, like, which is what most which most mill dogs do. So anyway, I got them loaded up and. Um, and then there was Jude, who was just like, oh my the God, smell, skin. she was the rotten. smell and the look at it was just like, it's just a dying, yep. rotten dog Yep. that I think you guys, I don't know, it's like 500 bucks or something like that. <clears throat> just completely rotted. Just, just, I mean, just a, just a broken soul of a dog just absolutely stinks. You just, you just touch that dog and your hand is just covered in like this oil. <clears throat> her skin is all just like kind of itchy and it's just it's just all inflamed it's just like it's just like a mess on top of a mess on top yep. of a mess <clears throat> and then of course yeah just how depressing she looks but i'll never forget too she's just like oh yeah you know she's got like a little skin thing and then hands hands me this little this little packet with like 
three or four pills in there. It's like, oh, here's here's the antibiotics. Her for medicine. Here's the gonna, an- that's gonna fix her up. Here's right the there. antibiotics for her. You know, it's just like oh, okay, and the pills are just like, they're just soggy and rotten, and one yep. of them's all like breaking apart. Like it's like it's like that's been sitting in a drawer somewhere for ten years or something like that. Like as 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 if that's gonna fix it. Mm-hmm. Of course, you bring them back. And, you know, we realize that you know she's got she's got pio, and she, you know she almost died. Mm-hmm. So on top of the miserable <coughs> life and the miserable rotten skin, she's like actively dying, like just before you sell her. No, Loretta has Loretta, Loretta has bio. Oh, was it Loretta? Yeah, it was Loretta. No, she was like Jude? hours from death. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was Loretta with, it was with Loretta. bio. Poor Loretta. Yeah. She had a really high fever. Jude was rotting from head to toe. Yeah. And then there was Jojo, who had teats hanging down to here, mm-hmm. and both of her ears were sealed shut with terrible infection. Yeah. And then they, and then she, remember they threw Rita in like at the last minute because they said, well, you can just take this one because she had a, she had a terrible spine. I mean, she, she walked like a lobster. That's right. She kind of walked all bobbed. Yeah. I mean, a dog that should never have been bred, but I'm sure that she was. Mm -hmm. So they just like, you know, you can have this one if you want it and kind of tossed her in, in the loop. Yeah. And got them all back and. But they were like showing him their place, like they were proud. That's Trap said they they were proud. Of, yeah, you know, and I think that's true of a lot of mill owners. They don't think that they're doing anything wrong. No, well, they think of them as livestock. She a refers to them as her babies. I mean, she yeah, does. she talks about how she loves them and yep. like she's gonna miss them and stuff. Yeah, I remember looking in the back and it's like this crabby looking rabbit hutch little structure, and then it's just like. Just like twelve King Charles Cavaliers, just yep. out there, just like just screaming, looking, and you know. Their photos on their website mm-hmm. are they usually have Cavaliers and Yorkies and Frenchies, mm-hmm. and the Frenchies, uh, the Cavaliers, uh, the Yorkies, I mean, are just all shaved down to the skin. They're just, you know, they don't have any hair on them. They just they just shave them all off and put them up there on that website for sale, looking like they look. So, Loretta was my first mill dog. <clears throat> the first mill dog that was that was my own. And I learned a lot from her because she still to this day will. She'll pee on the floor. <clears throat> no, it's 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 you're trying to touch her. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I always say we we always make this sound because she knows that we're talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll Rhett, we'll call her Rhett, and we and we always go. <laughs> so she gets up immediately <laughs> when she so hears she that. She gets up and immediately <laughs> walks over <laughs> to you. But if you try to touch her. She'll come and bite your hands because she's excited. But if Not like bite, to, bite. She just kind of mouths them a little bit. She's mouthing because she's excited that you're talking she to her. She just has this anxiety. And, she's, and, she's, and with all the anxiety she gets, she wants to just manipulate it and control it. And so that's just where the mouthing of the hands oh, comes Loretta. in. So generally when people meet her, strangers meet her and they talk to her, then she'll, she, bounce, she steps back three steps and she, kind of and she bounces yeah. around like out of reach for you because, she, because she's afraid. And if, they, and if a stranger reaches for her, she's going to pancake. Yeah. yeah. Because that's just what's ingrained in her. I mean, that's just... That's White just, boy behaves the same way. Right. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, she was the first mill dog that I ever owned and I learned a ton from her. And uh, she's just a great dog. I mean, she's just a... She, generally speaking, she's been a really easy dog to have her and healthiest. Yeah. After you got her rotten uterus out, she's <laughs> been like super. She healthy. did have a mast cell. She did have a mast cell cancer. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's 
She's probably the same age as me. She's probably 10, 11 as B. All your Frenchies are old. All my right Frenchies. Now. All your dogs are old. Except for Pinky. Pinky and Levon. And Bubs. <clears throat> so, yeah, that was my next to my next to oldest. And um, I guess the next one is Ed. Good grief. What a poor decision. You know what? I never chose to have an English bulldog ever. <laughs> not any. Not any of them. <clears throat> Edith. We had her at the ranch. Sweet dog. I mean, she's a very sweet dog. <coughs> pee pee pants. She'll just pee in a bed anytime you anytime you put give her a bed. She just pees in it. Peggy still does that. But she, Edith was at the ranch, and she got bit by a copperhead. Like on the porch, like on the way to transport. Well, I thought it was a bee. No, it was a copperhead. Nobody ever even saw it. And she was being transported to the vet that day. Like somebody came to pick her up and then she gets to Dr. Reno's and she's like, she's all blown up like she's been bit by a snake. Well, Jesus, you know? <clears throat> anyway, when it was time for her to recover, I took her home myself and she never left. Because she's a sweet girl. <laughs> Eva, remember Eva called her a bucket of sunshine? She's a bucket of sunshine. <laughs> I have some old content for her, like pictures and videos. And it's like, she's so adorable. I can't even hardly look at it without crying. Cause... Yeah. She was the dog that when I would take my dogs for a pack walk, she'd just say casually, no, thank yeah. you. <laughs> like one of these. And on we, the I, we'd go off the front, we'll go down, and she would just sit there at the driveway. Like, let's ah, have fun. I'll wait for you guys for when you come back. And no that's things. what she would do. I mean, I could see her off. Like, I'd be all the way up at the driveway, and she'd just be on the porch just waiting. <laughs> and then whenever you'd get closer, then she'd... Then she, <laughs> we'd get like 15 feet away, then she would run with the pack like... We all did a great job. She'd do it every single time. She would never go with me on a pack walk. Never. <laughs> she would she would always wait and then join in ten feet in and go, Whoo! <laughs> tired. And then one day, one strange day, she was perfectly normal that day. <sighs> Ate her breakfast. I have a picture of her at the Iron Gate in the kitchen that same morning where I snapped like all of my dogs standing there. There she was. Everything was fine. And then like an hour later, I went out to the yard to scoop the yard. And I usually lock my dogs in when I do that. I don't need you out there helping me pick up poop. So I, you know, closed the door, closed the dog door and went outside. Probably five minutes. Cleaned up the poop, came back in. There she is right there. On the, she's just dead. And we were leaving that day. Where were we going? The auction. Oh, we I were. Was, oh, that's right. We yeah. were. I think it was the next day. Was it the next day? I think we were supposed to leave the next day. I just couldn't believe it. I mean, I just could not believe it. I knew it was immediate. Yeah. It was It was immediate. It was a, It was my day off because I came up here. So it had to be. It was like a Thursday. It was probably a Thursday when we were leaving on a Friday. Yeah. So I remember so, yeah. that was, I, I think that was the first auction I went to. And it was, yeah, that, right after that happened. And. We went and I knew, so it's my fault. We went and I and I knew that. And I, I said we're not looking at. Yeah, English you said bulldogs. we're not looking at English, but well, like it's my first time. I'm gonna look at everything because. Well, we went it. and I told you on the when we got in the car, I said, you know, if you see one, you just need to have your heart open to if you see the right one. Instead, <laughs> what happened your fault. is I went to look at them and I saw Ed and you know. I loved Edith too, and I saw it, and I said, "You have to come get this one." 
I know you don't want to, <laughs> but you have to come get this one. So it's my fault. It's my fault. She seemed like a benign dog. She's not. She seemed sweet enough. <laughs> she didn't seem like she had all kind of tools to open every kind of thing known to man. Yeah, she doesn't really do anything with other dogs. She's just pretty pretty blank. So you would look at that behaviorally and you'd think like, man, pretty easy. She's uh, here. Look, I mean, she's right there. She seems than, like other than her insanity, you know, she doesn't she doesn't play with other dogs. She doesn't she doesn't do anything. She's a she'd be a if she didn't have that flip the switch crazy side, she'd be a fabulous dog. But she's not a fabulous it's dog. It's like saying, like, <laughs> if they didn't murder people, they would seem perfectly <laughs> normal. <laughs> if he hadn't killed everyone. <laughs> if you guys just wouldn't leave the shampoo bottles down, there'd be a or lot of... Or really, bucket. like, any bottles that contain anything. Yeah. Or, or a bucket. Yeah, the paint The five-gallon paint bucket was I epic. made the mistake. <laughs> I made the mistake on Dude. Sunday of going down to the sanctuary with you and not shutting my bathroom door. Well, Why did you do that? So, you know what I come home to? She eat your cabinets again? I didn't leave anything out, but she gets the cabinet open. Oh, no. So she gets the cabinet open. She gets herself a whole thing of Clorox, you know, the wipes, the pop-up wipes, and annihilates that. It's bit in every well, I'm direction. I'm sure she's thrown that all over. It's the underneath dog beds. It's a, and two bottles of hairspray that I have, you know, extra hairspray that she's, I don't even know where the tops of them are. They're just, <laughs> and they're bit, so now I have hairspray. Because she bites them, so hairspray is leaking from them. Enjoy your sticky floor. She looks Forever. benign mm-hmm. down there. Doesn't mm-hmm. she sweet? You need child walks, though. She I, would well, like I have walks. to remember to close the bathroom door every single time. And I, and I didn't. I didn't remember to help. close it. So it's, that state of mind right there is just, it's infuriating for people to go, Oh, it's your fault. No, it's not my fault. It's her fault. No, it's the same thing that happens if I leave food out within reach of Diggity Dog and he eats it. That's not his fault. That's my fault. Oh, no, it's his fault. No, it's my fault. I'm sorry. Because if I didn't make a mistake, he wouldn't have the opportunity to oh, make no, a he's mistake. Still made a <laughs> he's a dog and I'm a person. He still yeah. made a choice and he's damn glad about it. Yeah. But she's like silly. Like she leaves <laughs> banana bread on the edge of the yeah, counter with the Bordeaux. That. It's her fault. It's not with a Bordeaux. It's, it's Bubs. Bubs. <laughs> and Bubs has her tooth out and her nose up. She does love that banana bread. She likes it. She likes sugar. Oh, kitty. All right, so my next oldest dog is that one right there. And I think people probably remember her story. Well, maybe not someone new, but people that have followed for a while would know her story. Her little Miss Redcoat. Little Miss Redcoat. We have that coat still. Yeah, we do. Somewhere. Oh, kitty. So, yeah, we bought her at auction. She, she was, was up in the very top. List, listed as pet only. And it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Because as she was if. there. She was there. She has a uterus. She does have a uterus. She had never been bred. But, you know, she had a big mass on one of her breasts. I don't know if you guys remember but that. But they dressed her up in a red coat and took it her was to the auction. It was freaking freezing. It was in like the, in a red coat. You can't make up details like that. I have a picture of her. Yeah. In, in the auction house with I a red coat. It was terrible. It was awful. It's I like do, Schindler's I do list. have that picture. Yeah, I have that picture. Yeah, it was. Anyway. Well, you had a home for her. Laura had like five times. Well, yeah, she had a lot of homes for her that like they kept backing out and then they just kept backing she just out. just kept backing out. Well, this I'm one's like... my fault too because I kept, well, she was at the ranch and she loved you. So whenever you would leave. Because I would hold her all whatever, the time. Whatever. It was freezing. Whenever you would leave, she would go stand at whatever door you went out of and wait for you to come back. So She's uh, a snouser. 
So I'm gonna make a sad well, video she, about that. Well, she—I mean, that. she was shaved to the skin there. You made so that she's terrible naked. video that was with awesome. like that sad music. It was awesome. I loved doing well, that one. I, <laughs> I took a video of you one day in the, like in the office chair. She, you know, she like she calls it your face. <laughs> oh, oh kitty. kitty! Oh kitty! Because she's a kitty. Yeah, but Every, she had like five different homes. A lot homes, of your like, dogs have through. like some thing that goes with them. Like Loretta has the noise, <laughs> <laughs> and then Kitty has oh, oh, kitty. oh kitty, and B has BB. Oh BB, and oh, Peggy is oh Peggy, and Tater is Taterman, Taterman, Taterman's tail's going crazy <laughs> under there. <laughs> so it's, Tater. Tater was a gift. He just keeps wagging his tail oh, <laughs> to Kirk for his birthday. Um, what did you do the backstory on that? The backstory on that is, I mean, it's just a breed that Kirk's always loved, and we had one when Travis was like two. I got one off of. I think it was Craigslist. What was well, it? Craigslist. It was, it was a penny saver. Then. It was a penny saver. Yeah. Yeah. Craigslist was on the internet, and it didn't exist. <laughs> that, is, that is a fact. It was a penny, penny saver. saver. Crappy magazine. That was before magazine. the internet, so there was because no Craig. You know, Craig I'm didn't stupid. have a list. I'm like 25 years old. What do I know? What do I know about getting a dog? I don't know anything about getting a dog. It's a bull terrier. Let's go get one. It's a bull terrier puppy. So we went and got him. Wasn't that that was Spuds McKenzie, right? That was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That you know who Spuds McKenzie was? It's like yeah, the, the Bud Light Bud Light dog that was a bull terrier. That's why that dog came in. That's what. That's where the idea for that came from, right? That's, that's yes. why you before let's get a bull a tar- terrier because like Spuds McKenzie. Well, that was one of the things. Target, that was one of the things that like raised the popularity of the breed in that time. Yeah. What was that like? Like early '80s or mid '80s? But George Patton had a had a bull terrier. That's oh, yeah. Da- that's where your dad knew it from. Is, yeah. is Patton? That was Patton's dog. Was a bull terrier. So anyway, we got that bull terrier and. Bull terriers are weird dogs. People need Peter to understand that. Peter is a that. weird dog. We do not rescue bull terriers. Well, no, we we, we had, do not. We had a bad experience, and that was just like, no, I think we're not gonna. You know, there's too like, many other. Doctor Reno so. says Tater is the only bull terrier that she has ever encountered that will not bite her. Hmm. And he's still really weird. Yeah, but he would never bite. He would me. never bite you, but he's really weird. He so. like attach it if you give him attention. He fixates. Yeah. He fixates not in not a good way. So yeah, Tater's an odd one. He is, he is, it's not just his toes. <laughs> he is odd. He's a weird There dog. was one that I rescued one time out of, out of auction. I think his name was Woody. Yeah. Woody. No, Woody wrote on my lap on that And shirt. that, that dog, I, 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 you could tell how special he was. That dog was an anomaly too. Cause yeah, yeah we've had them at the ranch and they are not a normal breed no, at they're not. all. They have a very, they have a very strange mind. They're wound real tight. Yep. Um, and they, they have a lot of weird quirks and, and, and it comes on whatever their quirk is. Is it'll, it'll come on very quickly. Yep. Um, very intense breed. But Not yeah. the jam. No. Anyway. Anyway, so the t- bull terrier that we had, the first experience that we had, bit Travis in the mouth when he was about three years old. Um, 
and I rehomed him and swore we would never have that breed again. Never, never in a million years would we have that. And you rehomed him to a family that didn't have little kids. I homed him to a yes to a family that had where teen, he lived out his life without incident, and he lived to be like sixteen years old. Yeah. You know, I would go check on him periodically. He never forgot me, which was just very strange. But that that's just how dogs are. I mean, I would go up to their fence line, and he would come right over to see me. And and he had a fantastic home. She was a runner, and she she would jog with him every day. And he, I mean, he did great. He didn't like the husband, but the husband was a butcher. And he mm-hmm. had blood on him. And, he I mean, you'd never bite him or anything, but he was always leery of that man. That was the only problem that family had with him, but... But he did. They they did like send me an email when he finally passed away. He was like 16 years old. <coughs> so anyway, I swore we'd never have another one um, until we d- didn't have any little kids anymore. So then you know Jessica's kids were all grown up. Never mind. Mabel comes plugging in there. <laughs> well, I mean Violet was like four, I think, three or four. Anyway, this time I sought out a reputable breeder we're gonna get one i mean it's and, and the the breeder that tater came from is the breeder who bred the spuds mckenzie dog no the no. target dog. the target dog sorry no. the, the target dog um retired people it was like they were they were stopping breeding they'd been doing it for like 20 years and tater was the, one of their last litters and i talked to her for a long time on the phone i talked to her about my experience and I talked to several other breeders about this breed too, and they warn you that these dogs are quirky. So, but I thought I'm going to get one that's well bred. And Tater Tater's deaf in one ear, so she liked the idea of him coming to me because she knew that I would give him, you know, the best life. And you know, she, I mean, they look at me online and look at the ranch, and who doesn't want their dog to go there? <laughs> so. <clears throat> There he is, Tater Man, Tay Tay. <coughs> Ooh, Tay Tay Man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his story. Do we have Who to talk about Bessie? Who else you got? I got Bessie. Oh, Bessie! She up here? Yeah, she's up here. I can hear her snoring. She must be over there behind the she's table. She's over behind me. Yeah, I, can, I, can, I know she's here. I yeah, can she's hear right her. there behind the table. So if Bessie. If you want, I'll go get her and hold her. So, be- <laughs> so Bessie. Came in the cereal group was honeycomb. honeycomb. <laughs> he tried to yeah. call her honeycomb forever. Well, Kitty's name was gelato. She was gelato. She was in the ice cream group. I don't think Ed ever got a name. I think she did. She came straight in on intake, and she wasn't. Left. She and she never left. But yeah, she, <clears throat> Bessie was honeycomb. I tried Bessie really hard honey. to call her honeycomb for a long time. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to it. I think. <laughs> but when I met Bessie. In the, I'll never forget. She was in those white kind of wood cages yeah. there at the auction. They have those are like fiberglass. Is that what they yeah. are? They're fiberglass. Yeah. That most of them are, are like stacked wire crates, aisles of stacked wire crates, and then they have this one weird section where they have like that was always fiberglass. Where, that's only one layer. That was always where the Frenchies were in those cages. Well, sometimes they'll have like American Eskimos in there, or the English Bulldogs English will be Bulldogs. in there, or something. Yeah. It's like they're for a little bit bigger of a dog, but not quite a big dog usually. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So anyway, I met little Bessie Pearl in there. That's me! <laughs> she was like eight or ten months old, something like that. And what? A, she reminded me of Jude. The same mess that Jude's skin was was what <laughs> Bessie looked like. But I was attracted to her immediately. And it's and it was because, she, because I could feel her magic sauce. I mean, I, <laughs> I met her in there. 
I love dogs that are in the mill, in the auction house, in a cage, and they're not the least bit afraid. They're just in there like this. Or they're doing like some trick, like that English bulldog where we went papaya, and she's like throwing herself and doing this, <laughs> and, and you know, all kinds of poses. That little and... scruffy that we had was in there doing this at us. Yeah. I, I mean, I went and said hello to Bessie, and she's like, Let's go. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> and I remember because we walked through with the catalog and like there's notations and, you know, you put that star on there. I'm like, this one's coming with me. Star, I mean, this star, just star, star. Because I could feel her magic sauce. But I had no intentions of, ha- of keeping no, just, her. I mean, we, we see we a lot of dogs see, that yeah, we're like, absolutely. they're special. That and we, yeah. We're gonna, like going to circle star, check, check. Yeah. You know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Usually it's just like this one's getting out of here. Yeah, you know, it's exactly. not. It's not. What this happens one's after that? Out. Is... This one's coming home with right. me. No, it's this one is getting out of That's, here. That's. Yeah. I mean, there's only ever been one dog that ever from the from from the from auction the house auction you knew you were door, and I'm like, have you lost your what? I, what happened? We'll get to that Pinky yeah. Pinky. <laughs> we'll do Pinky next. <clears throat> so anyway, Bessie comes in, and you know she's. I mean, she's got dry eye. She's got skin infection. She's got ear infection. She can't breathe. Her palate is terrible. She's got two huge inguinal hernias in her groin. I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> but that was when we had Julie out there with the little makeshift sanctuary. So I didn't have to see her. You know, she's not coming to the ranch. I don't have to spend any time with her. <laughs> and then I think Julie's mom was sick or something. So she had to like leave town. So the dogs that were there had to come to the ranch. And I thought I, I had ke- purposely kept her away from me. Because I knew, I knew, and that first day she was over there at the ranch, I could see her out there in the yard, and I just thought, oh my God, I'm just doomed with this dog. I'm just doomed with her. I think that's the most doomed you've ever been. I was really doomed. And you had really a lot of doomed. dogs at that time, personally. You had a lot of dogs. Yeah. So it's not like you wanted another dog. No. I mean, your numbers are kind of down right now compared to then. I, I had no intentions of getting another dog. I pushed Bessie away for a long time. I mean, I tried really hard to push Bessie away. And then, like, this jerk right here. I'll put that video in. That's a good video. Puts, you know, puts her in the little halfy door. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and you had a family for her. You had a family yeah, for her. Yeah, Laura had to eat the sandwich on that. She's eating many they sandwiches. Came, but they came to adopt somebody else, and then they, you had to, like, let them see Bessie. They came and got a puppy or something. Sorry. <sighs> I don't know how long. I, it seems like a long time that she was there. I think it was well, like I a mean, month. Because she had skin infection. So anytime a dog has skin infection, then she can't be spayed. And so it just like, they can be like an eight week yeah. process yeah. to get them done. Yeah. And there she is and with she her magic really sauce. Bad. With her magic sauce. Well, just she a, had like the double hernia and has to be spayed and has a palate and, 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 and. And yeast and bacterial skin infection, yeah. ear infection. I was doomed. You're still battling your skin. I'll never forget Travis saying to me, because I've rubbed this in his face all the time, <laughs> all the time, because, you know, he's obsessed with Bessie. Yeah. He said to me, why are you keeping that one? She's not even that cute. <laughs> <laughs> because he loved the Crunchberries. Fruit Loops. Crunchberries was adorable. Crunchberries was adorable. I love Crunchberries. And I said, he, he goes, I don't get it. She's just <laughs> not even that cute. And I go, well, she has magic sauce, and you have, you just haven't experienced well, it we, And we also know with Trav. I mean, no, he's got no a bad offense, picker. he's got a bad picker. 
Mm. Yeah, Wes was right on the crunch berries. That was I loved crunch crunch berry. Yeah. I love crunch berries. There was cute dogs in that group. Anyway, Travis, he can't retract that fast enough because he knows that that was a, like the, a fatal you error. You made a gross error. Well, cause he he always, said the he same thing to me with Loretta. Yeah, Why did you keep he her? He wanted Jude. Why didn't you keep Jude? Yeah, because Jude was the best I one. was with you on Jude. I like Jude. Because Loretta was crazy. She's not crazy. <laughs> She's just not serious. Jude was a very serious dog. Yeah. And still is. And Loretta had a little fun in her. And I liked it. <laughs> well, yeah. Once Loretta came out of her shell at like the ranch, she was like wild. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I don't, I don't like wild, for like me is like having having a dog. Rat, so. he's talking trash about you. <laughs> She's still. Only a if you make the noise that she. Yeah. Was but she now he says that you're just what. You're just boarding his dog and <laughs> with Bessie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that I'm fostering her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm her. I solve all her medical long problems. Then she'll be all set. <laughs> Bessie's long-term foster. Because you don't adopt a dog out with a bunch of problems. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you get that resolved. Quit dragging your feet. And she ongoing, has run away from your home before and gone to trap. She'll chase a car right she now. She will run away. Home. She'll run away any chance she gets. Yes, she does. You've got a lot of car chasers if they could hear. Yeah, Peggy used to be terrible. Pe- Peggy's a terrible car chaser. Terrible. Whenever they, I've come into the ranch and I'm coming down and for whatever reason. First of all, you better watch out for those cats. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't come tearing down because. Jess still does. She went through the field tearing this past week. And yeah, I like, did. You cannot tear through there with the. The cats. She doesn't care. Move cats. But the first time I did and met like Peggy and B. And I don't know who else on the road. I just stopped the car right there. You have yeah. to stop the car. You better stop the car and just. I'm, I'm not moving. That's exactly what I do. If I pull up to your house and I see any of your dog, you and any of your dogs outside, you just I, just, I put it in park. Because yep. Bessie's coming. Because Bessie will be coming. <laughs> I had that like a couple of weeks ago or something. I was coming down. I was, we were going to work and I was, I had, I was almost to the office. Yeah. And, but Bessie saw, I was on like almost to the, into the ranch parking lot and Bessie saw me. And I just stopped and just waited there. And she's thinking about it. And you're calling and yelling for her. And she's thinking about you it. You can call her all day long. She will not come. Mm-hmm. She, you could see her make the decision. She's not listening to you. No, I'm she listening to my car. So I just opened the car door and just pulled her in. No, Bessie. She's not going to go anywhere else. She's not going to go back to you or anything. No, no. She Once she goes to a car, then she's at the car. And she's not leaving the car. Because Bessie does what she wants. Bessie does exactly what she wants. <laughs> Well, and gets away with it too. <laughs> Look at her. How, 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 do you, how do you be mad at that? Like, I know. She's not correctable. She just <laughs> out her magic sauce. That's all. <laughs> all right. Let me do Pinky real quick. Because Pinky. Oh well, Lord. you have to tell the Mooey story before you tell the Pinky story. Yeah. No, yes. Because the, the Mooey is Pink, a whole podcast in her own. Pinky started here before we ever went to the auction. She started in the van in your front yard. What do you mean? Because you're crying and you've been crying now for. Oh, you mean because Mooey died? Yeah. Hey, you can't tell Pinky without telling Mooey. Because. Oh, God. Well, I have to gloss over Mooey because I can't do the whole story. So, of yeah, do the Pinky story and then we'll do a Mooey story. Yeah. Mooey. Mooey. Well, I mean, Mooey was everything. She was just got kind of my everything French bulldog. And. And everyone who met her loved her. I mean, you couldn't. She there was just something about her that yeah. she was just so sweet and cute. It's like a B and Bessie combo. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I went through such tragedy with her. I mean, with just that's what I'm saying. The the story of Mui is a long one with the with the things that I went through with her. I mean, we just like went to war together to save her life. And it wasn't just me, it was like volunteers and stuff. And then the tragic ending of how she ended up dying with, you know, just like a brain tumor that I mean, it's just, it's all crazy. It's all a whole podcast, yeah. Mui. Anyway, I lost her. And you were just like very teary about her. You were not over it. It was a t- well. It was a terrible end for a dog. You were very upset. T- yeah. Very traumatic way to lose a dog. Um, and Jessica was in the front of the van. She's well, gonna drive. I shut that page down when Mui died. I think for a week. I think for like a week, a solid week. <clears throat> and when the, and then then we had an auction to go to. <clears throat> and everybody kept saying, "Well, maybe you'll see some. Maybe you'll see." And I and I I jokingly said. Yeah, maybe if there's like a little female pied Frenchie with one dark on one side and light on the other side, then maybe I'll think and about she's, it. And she's in there and she's afraid of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so I, oh, that was the auction that you went to. Uh, I dropped you and Jessica. That was crazy. I dropped you and Jessica off at one auction house. I'm in Jessica's Suburban. And then I drive on by myself alone, which I would never even do that today. Yeah. That was like we'd lost our damn mind. Yes. Three hours away to go to another auction. That we're going at the same time. Right. Yeah. We're going to hit simultaneous auction houses. And so to get back to you guys, it's pitch black. I come over the hill. There's no She dropped her brand new iPhone in the toilet toilet. at the auction house. Womp, womp. That's called my toilet. I come over the hill. It's pitch black night and there's one speck of light and i pull up to the auction house and you have this well when i walked into that one because it's just me and you yeah i walked into that auction house and i wasn't even with you whenever i met her i don't think i I don't know i think that you were like in the seats so i'm walking around i'm looking and I look in that, once again, one of those little white cages, and there was... I thought it was like the first cage there as you went to the it left. Was the first the one, first it was the first one to. that you went that you go to the left, and I turned that corner, and I saw her in there. She's like eight weeks old. She's like eight weeks old, and there she is. She's a pied Frenchie with like one dark eye, one light eye, and I'm like, well, that's a little crazy. But so what? You know, we see... So I, I go say hello to her, and... You know, she doesn't have a care in the world. <laughs> She's just filled with confidence. She's like, all right, all right, I'll come over and see you. She's like this big. This little pinky stinky. You know, when you see something like that, you go, so was that like meant to be? Is that like, It's called you serendipity. Know? Is that serendipity? What is that? Oh, pinky stinky. I don't stinky. know, because when I left you that morning. Yeah, it was normal. You were, <laughs> she was like in her, her right brain. And she said, I am not getting a dog. I don't care. All this kind of stuff was going on. monster she is. I mean, monster. She, she was like, I mean, I would have bet you every bit of money that there was no way. So then I pull up and she, Jessica's trying to do Jenga with the crates, trying to get all the dogs in. And she's over there. And she's got this little Frenchie in her arms. I'm like, what happened to you? What's going on here? What's? And then we're on the way home, and she lets this little dog tinkle and poop on the floorboard. She put a pee pad down. She didn't just let her crap on my floorboard. <laughs> but I mean, I'm like, 
I'm dri- driving. driving in the dark. You weren't in driving. Missouri. You never drive. You said she has to go. She <laughs> did. I could tell she had to go. So what am I going to do? Have her pee on my lap? What are we going to do? Stop the car? I'm, I'm, her like, I'm like thinking this isn't her car, so I'm just watching from the back seat. <laughs> I threw that poop out the window. <laughs> As one does. As, As one, one does. Hey, you got to do it. Yeah, I heard you did it. Yeah, out of the toilet matrix. <laughs> So that's my peaky sneaky. A little peaky sneaky. She went the first night in the, because we didn't get back to like two in the morning. And so you went and put her in the laundry room on your back porch in a crate. No, I put her in a crate in my bedroom. Well, no, she started in the laundry room. No, she started in my closet. She cried. Squ- no, no. Cry is an understatement. Uh, nobody puts Peaky in a crate. Scre- <laughs> screaming at the top of her lungs. And I let her scream for like an hour. Like, you know, she's a little puppy. You How think long she's going to settle? That? Oh, she doesn't settle. She doesn't settle. Scream and scream and scream and scream and scream. I said, well, screw this. This little puppy's going to sleep in my bed. So Peaky never, ever, she was never crated again. Peaky doesn't do crates. Peaky can do crates. She'd panic in there. She would. Her and Bubbles. Oof. Bubbles can't crate either. So that's that's Pinky, and then, I mean, my goodness, Bubbles, Bubbles, Bubbles and Pop Pop, Pop and Levon are so recent that I think everybody knows those stories. So yeah, I think that'll be the end of podcast one, and then we'll talk about your guys' dogs. Or you talk about move. I she could do that in part two. <coughs> so we'll just say good night. Night, y'all. Good night. See you next time.